you go to certain events and you see someone really working the room. They trade name cards, like they're collecting Pokemon cards. They go up to every single person, like, what do you do? Are you important to me? And then they move on. I find that very frustrating because I feel like you're not really invested in knowing who I am, what I stand for, where am I here? Yeah. I'm just interested in collecting my name cards, taking a checkbox and then moving on. And I feel that doesn't ever happen with a YWLC event. Welcome to YWLC Chats, brought to you by Young Women's Leadership Connection, the leading platform for young women leaders in Singapore. Our show is about female changemakers and their personal journeys of challenges, successes, and everything in between. At the end of each episode, you will get actionable tips to navigate particular aspects of life from these inspiring women. I'm Helen the Deputy Director of YWLC Membership. And I'm Nisha, Leadership Development and Marcom Subcommittee Member. Today, we will be talking about women-focused communities. Networking groups can be an efficient way to meet valuable contacts and gain ideas. But for some, female-only networking groups go the extra mile in providing a space for gender issues and equality to be discussed without judgment. According to the Harvard Business Review, while both men and women benefit from having a network of well-connected peers across different groups, women who also have an inner circle of close female contacts are more likely to land executive positions with greater authority and higher pay. The reason? Well, women trying to rise up into leadership face cultural and systemic hurdles that make it harder for them to advance, such as unconscious bias. So what's one way to overcome this? Well, the study suggests forming close connections with other women who can share experiences from women who have been there and done that. From how to ask for what you're worth to bringing your unique talents to leadership. Today, we are delighted to have Nico Ao and Elaine Law to share with us their experiences with one example of such a women-focused community, YWLC. Nico is an assistant director leading workforce planning at a government economic agency. She is also a new mother of one and a member of the Mothers of YWLC Circle, more affectionately known as the YWLC Mummies Circle. Elaine runs a successful e-commerce business selling custom neon signs for businesses and homes. She is also a member of the YWLC's Entrepreneurs Circle. Nicole and Elaine, thanks for joining us. How has your journey with women communities been? Let's start with you, Elaine. So far, I had a really good time. The reason why I joined YWLC was because of the mentorship program. I saw one of those ads on Instagram and it caught my yeah, attention. I looked into it and signed up for the mentorship program, especially for someone who runs a very small business. I don't have a big team, so I don't meet people outside very often. I think YWLC gives me the chance to meet people from like very different backgrounds, and I love that. What about you, Nicole? I absolutely echo that. I've been with YWLC since 2017. I really wanted to meet new people. It's such an amazing opportunity to get to meet like-minded young ladies. My favorite event was Y Connect. It was where I was paired up with a mentee for about six months. It was the first time I got connected with a mentee. Uh, at that point in time, she was about five, six years my junior. We got paired up because we were both at one point in our life pursuing the art scene. 
So she wanted to become a musician and much earlier in my life, I wanted to be an entertainer. She's definitely gone a lot further than me. But it was great sharing the experiences and more importantly, sharing the pains that we had to undergo. I really felt that was such a great opportunity to share with her and to trade ideas and to lean on each other when the going gets tough. I'm very proud of her now. She's doing absolutely well. For me, that was one of those long-lasting events that really helped very close to my heart. You mentioned finding like-minded people how do you find people who are like-minded to you? What is like-minded to you might not be like-minded to another individual. To me, it's really broad because like-minded can mean that it's an interest I'm pursuing. We can talk, especially in a virtual environment, so you can always link up via LinkedIn. But if I'm actually at a physical event and I see someone who uh, seems to be in the same industry as me or is attending this particular sectoral-related event, there's a lot to talk about that you could always trade ideas, talk about trends in the industry. One such platform that I'm with is the YWLC's Mummies Group. It's a bit like Netflix has this show called Yummy Mummies, right? We're a bit like that with less trash and less gossipy news. It's more about sharing tips and tricks on how we can support each other. Recently, we had a session where we shared like, hey, are you co-sleeping with your kid? If you are co-sleeping, then what is the best co-sleeping guard that you could buy? If you're not co-sleeping, what are some tips to make your baby sleep by itself? I, I find that this is very useful, especially for myself because I'm a working mum. And it's tough when you um, need to trade ideas, but you don't have a mummy circle to talk to. Having such an opportunity allows me to meet like-minded people with a very common interest and a real important need, <laughs> pressurizing need, to find solutions together. I think it's really great because I get to meet women entrepreneurs from very different industries as well. As a woman doing business, we all face uh, similar challenges. So it's nice to work out the different challenges together such as like hiring people how to hire the right people and problems that we face like how can we better market our products for example it's nice that there's members of different stages of their entrepreneurship journey so there's for example there's a member Lovelyn who founded Fireflies so it's a marketing company she started it about 10 years ago so she's quite mature in that journey it was quite nice to be able to use YWLC as a platform to meet her and get her to share with us her marketing experience and any tips um, for businesses that are um, younger. I do have a question on that, Elaine. That's quite interesting. You mentioned that there's an entrepreneur group, but entrepreneur groups are everywhere. It's not just a YWLC entrepreneur group. So what is it about YWLC entrepreneur group that was so appealing and that, that really brings value to the rest of the community in, in that circle? I don't think there are a lot of women entrepreneur groups in Singapore. Most of the entrepreneur groups are most, quite male-dominated. Mm -hmm. As a woman, it's much easier to be vulnerable with each other and talk about, and we have more things in common because fundamentally, we're all women. Being able to be vulnerable, sometimes when there's sales in the room, you kind of have the need to put on a different personality to try and fit in, whereas I don't feel like I have to with, with other female entrepreneurs. That's yeah. such a good point to be able to be vulnerable in a group of females who really understand the same journey path that you go through and not having yeah. to feel as though you need to live up or need to showcase in order yeah. to <laughs> go against a man in their circle. I'm so glad that both of you have found your tribe in YWLC. There are also quite a lot of women-focused communities out there. So what is different about YWLC to you? 
I think YWLC has a very strong focus on mentorship, which was something that really drew me to the organizations. There's a very strong kind of feeling that you have to give back to other women within the society. I feel like I benefited from the mentorship program. Every time I go for an event, I really want to support the other members. I think this support and、uh, mentorship experience is quite unique to YWLC. I echo that point about why the DLC having a very paid forward sort of culture. I think it permeates through every single activity that and events that we run. For YWLC's perspective, be it the mentorship program, being able to equip younger girls and have the experience and exposure and someone to guide you along the way, but also all the other activities that we run, which also involves com- other communities with other younger girls, other more underprivileged girls. Then being able to bring everybody together to share experiences, I feel like no other community has that focus, and that's really why WLC's unique selling point. Thanks, both. It's really heartening to hear how being a part of YWLC has impacted y'all professionally and personally. Sometimes we have formed unexpected friendships or connections from being a part of the YWLC community and in the different circles. So perhaps、um, Nico and Elaine, if you could share with us any such kind of unexpected connections that you might have made through your time here at YWLC, you know, any interesting stories that you would like to share with us from a more personal perspective. On my side, I think one of it was related to the mummy circle. Was because I came across a news article that talked about a lady who was strongly encouraged to leave her job because she was found to be pregnant, and they really made it difficult for her to stay within the organization. Within the first three or four months of her pregnancy, they let her know it's very difficult when you finally go on maternity. At a six to seven mark, where she's already not very mobile, it's getting trying on her and it's very tiring. Then they told her, "Oh, you, we might not be able to offer you the maternity package you want. If you have a door, please go ahead, find a way out." When I read that news, like it was just a news article, I felt so outraged, and I wanted to share it with the mummy community to say, "What can we do to make somebody's life like this better supported?" But if somebody in our community was facing that, what what advice would we give them, and what should we do about it? Where should we point them to? What channels can we seek? Interestingly, when I posted that out straight away, within less than five or ten seconds, people started replying me, going, "Oh my God, Nicole, it's one of the girls in the chat." I said, "No, you've got to be kidding." And they said,、wow. "Yeah, you might want to take down your message." I said, "Wait, wait, wait, wait. Let's hang on. I didn't say anything wrong. I just said, 'What can we do to support her better?' So I feel we should leave it there. But let me tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going one step further. I'm going to message her and ask her, 'Is there anything I can do to help make her life better?' So from that opportunity, she actually wrote back in the chat saying, 'You know what? I appreciate you bringing this to light. It's so great that Nicole has reached out and she shared with me her experience. And ultimately, we became great friends. I think she just delivered her." Maybe not long ago, so I thought that was such an interesting experience because it's, it's it was so like unlikely. Mine would rather be more reconnecting with someone that I knew from the past. I reconnected with a schoolmate from my high school. She was my schoolmate, but we never really meet up. We lost contact for all the time during like college and in our years in the workforce. So I think it was just. Couple months ago, we were on one of those Zoom socials, and we saw each other on the video. 
And then we got so excited and then we just like texted each other um, on Instagram because we didn't even have each other's number. We were like, I saw you on the YWLC social. And it was so interesting because she actually applied for the mentorship program this year. And then she wanted to like learn about my experiences from last year as well. We ended up meeting for drinks and catching up then. So I thought it was really cool that like I got to reconnect with like someone that I wouldn't have done without YWLC. Follow YWLC on our Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram pages for more updates of YWLC chats. If you have some ideas for future episodes, drop us a line at membership at ywlc.org.sg. We'd love to hear from you. That just reinforces this whole power of community. You just think that it's going to be a community of like-minded women coming together, but it actually ends up being something a lot more than that. This brings us to the next point about being in YWLC so far, the different circles that you're, um, the both of you have been a part of. Is there something throughout your journey at YWLC that has surprised you about yourselves? Perhaps it could be something unexpected that you've learned about yourself, a new perspective that you have gained from just the interactions that you have shared with members of these circles or even with the YWLC community as a whole. For myself, I think it was really inspiring to see so many like women have great careers and have like amazing family life. I think in the past, especially when I was working as a consultant, I felt it was so hard to be a woman. Like I, I couldn't imagine working like 12 hour days and then have to come home and like take care of my kids. I didn't really see that working. But then since I joined YWLC, I realized that actually you can manage your time and you can kind of find a balance, uh, a work-life balance and have the best of both worlds. So I think that that was one perspective that I, I, that really changed due to the result of joining YWLC. I'm laughing because that's so spot on. I used to be with consulting as well for a year and a half. And you see all these individuals going late in the middle of the night. And I remember one of my colleagues once screamed out at about 11 or 12, said, get home. If not, your kid's not going to remember your face. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. But honestly, the more I thought about it, then the more I realized this could be a reality. And I really didn't want that. For me, why I saw that was my mentor is an MP. And at that point in time where the U.S. elections were starting, we were actually talking about what the U.S. elections is going to be like, talked about how her kids, talked about how she goes on grassroots activities, how she meet, has to meet the people session. We talked about so many things and I realized that, well, you know, before I met her, I always thought she was just this MP championing for this particular portfolio because it's under her charge. And I just thought that that was it to her. But meeting her and actually having such an intimate relationship with her made me realize that there's so much more and there's uh, so many facets of the work that she can hold. And it really allowed me to say, this is something I would like to emulate. This is something I would love to be mentored on. This is something that I would love to learn from her experiences and see how I can bring those lessons into my life. Another thing that she's also shared with me was about championing causes that I believed in. And the more we talked about it, the more I really believed in the gender equality discussions. And so we spent a lot of time talking about at because Singapore was going to talk about a white paper for gender equality, right? And at the point in time when we started debating it, I realized that while there are many matrices that actually say Singapore seems to be doing quite fairly, there are a lot of the invisible KPIs or indicators that we're not doing that great. 
And those need to be talked about, those need to be discussed in the social narrative, those need to be brought to light. And I thought that learning that from her was something I never saw and I would like to get a lot more uh, involved into. And it's not for her sharing and her nudging on. I don't think I would have explored that route so deeply. Thank you so much for sharing your personal stories, Nicole and Elaine. In YWLC, there are a lot of women who have been there and we do see ourselves in them maybe like years down the road. What would you say to yourself five years ago on finding a community, a like-minded community? I would say just don't procrastinate and just... So join the organization which you think you would fit into and then see how it goes. I mean, if it doesn't work out for you, you can always find another. So I knew about YWLC for a long time since I came back to Singapore in 2017, actually. So I've known about it for a long time, but I only ended up joining it last year for the mentorship program. But I really wish that I would have joined earlier as it would have made my journey start a bit earlier. Yeah, so my advice would be to just don't procrastinate and apply or just sign up for the communities. I think I'll build on that. Apart from not procrastinating, it's also about just try out everything. So you don't really know when you're young. What do you want to be a part of? What do you want to stand for? What is important to you? So just... Attempt everything. Try out every single one of the sessions. There are so many events in YWLC. Something would stick with you ultimately. Why would you feel that there is this inertia to join these kinds of communities when you know that it would be beneficial to yourselves? I think why some individuals would delay is because you look at the community and you see, for example, the mentors, you see potentially who is in the community and you go like, wow, this seems a little bit not within my league. This seems a bit not quite people who I immediately identify with. This seems a bit, to a certain degree, a little pretentious as well. I mean, the whole community just talking about ladies' issues, right? So I think I think that could be some of the thoughts that's going through an individual's mind. And I'd like to really assure you that it's absolutely not what you think. The ladies are really friendly. There's no cattiness that I mentioned, right? Um, people are really sweet and they genuinely want to help. If you just tell someone that, hey, I'm part of the YWLC community, I would love to understand a little bit about your sector. I'm just curious and potentially contemplating a move to it. People will generally step forward to say, okay, what do you need? I can offer you 30 minutes over coffee. And I think that's such a great opportunity that I feel not many communities are that tightly knit, are that genuine with their time. So this is one of those things I would tell anybody who is young and not sure whether or not to commit to this. It's really a great opportunity and you should start early. One of my one way in which I brought some of my younger friends along was that I brought some of my younger colleagues to some of the events that we had. And these could be the Young Future Leaders program. And when they actually attended the session, it was held. So the girls went in, they heard from other amazing ladies who shared their own career journeys. They went on workshops and they found like, hey, this is actually really fun and I really enjoyed it. And the next year, lo and behold, you see them in the same community as I am. So it's, it's such a great opportunity. And like Elaine mentioned, don't hesitate any further. <laughs> yeah, I had the same feeling as Nicole's. So prior to YWLC, I actually joined some like networking societies and I felt everything was very pretentious and then as someone who's not extroverted 
it was very tiring to attend all those events. I felt that everyone was just there for for their own gain. Like everyone was there to either gain a connection to benefit their career. It just didn't make me feel very comfortable. So I'm a bit hesitant when I join like organizations because of that. And I feel like it's so tiring to like meet new people, especially. So, but I think what really uh, drove me to sign up and I'm so glad I did was the mentorship program so at that moment in in my life like I just basically quit my corporate job and I was starting on my entrepreneurship journey at that point I was in a very like unstable moment of my life and I felt that it would benefit a lot um, by having like a good female mentor and I'm very happy to say that like I feel very comfortable whenever I go for events with YWLC and everyone's so willing to help each other and there's so much support from the women and I'm also there to support everyone else as well. I'd like to pick up on that point about um, networking. I think one pet peeve that everybody has is, you know, you go to certain events and you see someone really working the room. They trade name cards, like they're collecting Pokemon cards. They go up to every single person and they ask like very light touch question like what do you do are you important to me and then they move on and I find that very frustrating because I feel like you're not you're not really invested in knowing who I am what I stand for where am I here yeah you're just interested in collecting my name cards and then just ticking a checkbox and then moving on and I feel that doesn't ever happen with a YWLC event you see ladies who really stick together and they talk very intimately about whatever they're discussing and if they, they really go out and mingle, they really try to bring their friends along into the conversation or they offer an opportunity to say, hey, just now I spoke to someone who does something that you might be interested in. Why not you go and find that lady in red? I feel like it's a very supported network and it's not just networking for networking sake. I think we have all been very scarred by the <laughs> networking events. I think YWLC is definitely a community unlike any other, we don't even call ourselves a networking society or organization, but rather a, a community that is here to support one another. And even as we branch out in our diverse hobbies and, and different interests, it is so empowering to see ladies coming together in their own niche circles in the different parts of the lives that they're in. So say that this is your first YWLC event and you're here all alone. What tips do you have to make the best use of this event that you are attending for YWLC for the first time? I joined YWLC without knowing anybody within the organization. Just don't be afraid and, you know, just be yourself. I feel like everyone is so welcoming and, you know, friendly that there's no need to put up a front or like be someone who you're not. I think everyone seems very open-minded and, you know, just feel free to like share your opinions and just be yourself. Yourself is such a good tip. If I could, I'll just add one more. Is that whenever you join an event, there will be a YWLC individual who emailed you. So you could always go into the event and say, hey, I'm looking for Rachel. She sent me this email. And naturally, someone will bring you over to Rachel and Rachel will go, oh, you're new. Let me show you around. If that doesn't work, the next thing I'll do is when I sign up at the event, 
I would just talk to the person that, that is doing my registration and I go like, hey, I'm new. I'm um, Nicole and I'm interested in this particular event because of so-and-so. Do you think there's anybody here you could introduce me to? I would love to get to know them. And usually people are very, very willing to help open the doors for you. So yeah, be yourself and find the person who brought you here. Also, I want to add that as a new member, and especially if you don't know any other members, it would be quite beneficial to join like one of the sub-committees. Mm. So, so since I joined, I was part of the membership committee. So I thought it was, I mean, it's so it's a smaller kind of com- community within the YWLC group. So as a, in a smaller community, it's just easier to kind of meet the other girls and, you know, have one-on-one time with them. So you kind of make um, friendships ease- more easily joining subcom will be so beneficial in getting to know people on a deeper deeper level for example this is a membership and marcoms initiative for this podcast and i'm so glad to be able to understand the both of you nicole and elaine on a deeper level as we wrap up for the last question if you had to describe your ywlc experience in a hashtag what would it be mine would be an adventure for ladies only a bit long but I'm sure you can hashtag that I would just say woman power because I feel like as a community we are stronger as a group than as an individual and I feel like it's nice to come together as a community and like feel that kind of power that such a big group can can give hope you enjoyed that episode here are three insights from Nicole and Elaine number one don't hesitate to join women communities If you find something that you're passionate about, reach out and take that first step. Number two, keep an open mind and you will be really surprised as to who you'll meet and what you'll learn from your community. Number three, change your mindset. It's not just about networking and advancing yourself personally and professionally. It's all about forming deeper friendships and being a pillar of support for other women. After all, hashtag women power. A woman alone has power. Collectively, we have impact. Traditionally, we have been taught to be competitive with one another because there was such a scarcity of jobs at the top. It's so clear that that strategy doesn't work. The truth is that raising each other up and channeling the power of collaboration is truly how we'll change the equation and have a lot more fun along the way. Thank you for tuning in to YWLC Chat and stay tuned for our next episode.